Welcome, my Chicana and Latina moms. This space has been created only for you, solo para nosotras, Chicanas and Latina moms. In these episodes that I share with you, I talk about self-care and self-love and how to empower your being. You are not alone, and this is a revolución. We will continue to fight, fight for what is right for our being, starting with our own mental health, to be able to help and inspire those in need, starting with ourselves, our kids, our family, our community. I hope you enjoy all of these episodes that I record for you with all of my corazón para todas mis hermanas, Chicanas and Latina moms. Hey, my Chicana and Latina sisters, please do not forget to leave a review and give me your feedback. I would really appreciate it. This also helps other new listeners know what we're about. Gracias. Hola, Chicana and Latina moms. ¿Cómo están? Thank you so much for being here. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I'm the creator of host of this Your Casa Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. ¿Cómo están? I hope you're doing good. Great. Amazing. <laughs> I'm doing pretty good myself. I actually decided to make a decision of leaving my previous job. It was really... Um, challenging decision, but it actually feels like a very peaceful decision, by the way. But at the end of the day, I'm grateful for everything that I have learned and I will continue to learn. And I'm excited for this new chapter, which I'll keep you posted as we move forward. <laughs> so I did an Instagram live. Um, I forgot what date it was in the beginning of March. And I did not save it. No lo pude hacer save porque casi no le sé al Instagram. So I don't know what I did, but yeah, you guys, I deleted it. And it was a really good conversation we had with like um, some of the great chingonas on there that were able to make it. I will um, be creating Instagram lives often. Um at least once or twice a month. I don't know if that's what I mean by often, that <laughs> often every month, um, to be able to have these conversations with you guys. So in today's episode, I want to discuss certain things that we discussed on that Instagram live about el empacho emocional. So it was, it's a very interesting topic. I never even knew this existed. But this is how we talk in our culture. Many of us understand. We know what an empacho means, right? So let's start off with that. Un empacho, right? When we eat something que se nos pega el chicle or whatever, se nos pega en el, en el estómago. Um, you know, our parents, well, what I remember, and I think you guys can relate, me daba una cucharada de aceite de olivo y luego me tronaban la espalda, pero me jalaban el cuerito de atrás. De atrás de la espalda, like the lower back up to like midway hasta donde podía. And apparently that held para el empacho, right? And era despegar. That's what I'm taking. Un empacho 
truenan los huesos, dan el aceite para que quieren que se despegue algo, right? Okay, keep that in mind. I'm going to get somewhere with this. So, el empacho emocional actually means when a female loves too much, right? I know males can do that, but this is Chicana and Latina mom, so I'm referencing females because I'm actually you um, getting this information from the book Chicana and Chicano Mental Health, Alma, Mente y Corazón by Yvette G. Flores. And I'll put her name on the notes section of this podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, this episode so that if you want to go buy it, it, it's on Amazon for like 22 bucks or something like that. Or you can find it cheaper somewhere else. Okay, so loving too much is what el empacho emocional um, is all about. And empacho emocional can result in feelings of rage and profound disappointment when relationships do not work out despite, okay, the adherence to traditional culture scripts. So, Marianismo, right? When a female loves, well, I don't even know. Now I'm thinking, like, does someone que se la robaron del rancho? I mean, is that actually even love? No, not all the time. Because la robaron a fuerzas, right? So I'm not going to reference that. Ooh, rewind. <laughs> Delete. Forget that. Um, I guess the example that I can share is, like, when... When we loved so hard, right? When that person, we're like, oh my God, like I love this person. You know, all of these things that this person has, like I like and blah, blah, blah. Te entregas, right? Cuerpo, mente y espíritu. And you love hard. That's how we are as females, right? We open up our heart and we open up our uterus. You know, a man will never understand the feeling of that penetration, Right, never. Um, I met a mentor, which I was sharing the Instagram live, that she shared that because we were actually in a group of perpetrators, um, and she was a. For me, she was a mentor, and she was a facilitator, right? But like, I always remember her sharing that um, to me and the other girls, and also to um, to the males. Like, they will never understand that, right? To be considerate of it, but. Te entregas totalmente and you expect the same thing back. And when you don't get it back, hay decepción, right? In the role of a female and as a mother, we prioritize others, right? First, our partners, our kids, parents, I mean, you name it, other people besides us, right? So we love hard in different ways and we love other people. We, but siempre nos dejamos, nos quedamos atrás. Bueno, that needs to change, right? Um, and that's something in the culture, right? In like Chicanas and Latinas where this it's expected of women in a traditional culture to put everyone else first besides themselves. But what happens is, you guys, that there is a lot of consequences behind that. And it contributes to major depression um, disorders in women, particularly if their investment in relationship does not generate positive outcomes. So here's an example of what the book shares, and I want to share this with you. Julia, a 45-year-old second-generation working-class divorced mother of two adolescent children, was diagnosed with depression by her primary care physician a few months after 
her husband left her. She expressed her distress in this way. I was sold the bill of goods. Be a wife, loyal, loving, self-sacrificing, and for what? He left me for someone who does not even know how to cook. Now he's the one doing the cooking. This happens a lot. You're like, okay, me estoy entregando. I'm putting them priority. Les cocino, les limpio, les lavo los calzones. <laughs> lavo todo. Y ahora me dejan por otra kind of thing. It's like, what did I do wrong? I thought I was following the agenda of the culture of Marianismo. But then, entregándose. Ese es el empacho emocional. Te entregas totalmente. But you dismiss yourself. So we become codependent on other people in our lives, right? Like they say, never, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. That's a question we ask like in therapy. Like, what does it mean to you? Don't put all your eggs in one basket and kind of help them assess and process that. Some people understand it and some people don't. So there's an understanding that, you know, it is important, I should say. It is important to teach you know, and to learn the importance of not putting all of your eggs in one basket because you will become disappointed. So this example, I've seen it so many times, but I, then I see the transformation of many women who have been divorced, who have felt like I've been rejected by my ex. I've put everything out there for them and their machismo was more important than loving me. You guys, it is so devastating. There's many men out there who would rather choose their pride over changing to love you. Isn't that crazy? The same thing. I know it can be the other way around, right? For, uh, for women. I'd rather choose my vanity or my way of being than to change it. I know it could happen each way, but I'm focusing on the female aspect in the empacho emocional. But this is why we don't depend on other people to validate who we are. Tú eres porque eres, you know? And if you don't know, I just told you. <laughs> and I think with this empacho emocional is learning how to despegar, right? Remember we were talking about earlier despegar el chicle atorado al estómago que te, que te causa empacho. Ok, vamos a despegar el empacho emocional. ¿Y cómo lo hacemos? Cuidado personal. Amarte a tu ser. Creer que tú puedes. A lo mejor, it could be going to therapy, you guys. You know, going to therapy. I know many of us grew up hearing like, Dios te basta castigar si no haces eso. Or, you know, many people have um, shared that they grew up hearing the fear of God. Si te divorcias, ya no vales nada. Si te divorcias, um, you know, it's, you're a disgrace to the family. You know, si te divorcias, and it's always like, God, you're going to get punished because that's a sin because it's like the church. Like, you know, there's certain things I do agree with the church and sometimes I don't. So honestly, I'm kind of like in the middle because I'm reading and, I'm, and I, I take in I take it in, but there are some things that are like, how is, you know, I just question and that's okay to sometimes question, especially if you're going to be doing the work to, to be able to answer those, those doubts, right? And questions, but the relationship with God is not just the religion. It's a very personal relationship, but 
at this point is you knowing that you have a voice, you have the choice of healing yourself para que no estemos empachadas emocionalmente. You know, you guys, I can share that I was empachada emocionalmente with um, an ex that I had. Oh my God, like I thought he was my world. I, th I thought everything. I was like 16 years old. And it took me a long time to get over him. And I think that empachada más de expire. <laughs> But I understood. And the only way I was able to this empacharme was to connect with God, to connect um, with my true self and be honest. I have been sharing more often about my life on Instagram and sharing pictures of my family and different things. I feel like in order for me to help others, I want to be able to share a little bit of my story, right? Um, so that you know you are not alone either. This is the reason why I created this platform so that you can be relatable, that you're not alone, that we're able to heal. It is very possible, you know, and, and focusing on not allowing this empacho emocional to be there because it will stop a human being from achieving great things. Si hay ese, si se, y, ¿cómo les puedo decir? Si se sienten atoradas emocionalmente, a lo mejor de salud, um, de dinero, Right. If we grew up, obviously, with parents who immigrated to the to this country, they were on survival mode. When it came to money, there was poverty traumas. Right. You would hear the common vocab: "No hay dinero." Eso cuesta mucho. Agarra lo más barato. Eso ahorita no importa. Tengo que pagar los biles. So, you know what I mean? Like the sort of vocab that we grew up hearing. So now we're the next generation where we're trying to like detach away from that. So when we find ourselves like chasing money you're chasing the wind you will never feel like you're fulfilled like como que estás llena right how do we manage money you guys it took me so many years to understand money management money management and it's crazy i am so grateful that i understand it now but it took me oh my god it, like i flipped myself up like patas para arriba in life to be like oh my god like i get it I'm so much like I respect my time and I respect the income that I bring into my life because like they say, uno nunca sabe. But the reason I'm attaching this to el empacho emocional is because if you feel like you are stuck um, emotionally because of a really nasty breakup, a really nasty um, divorce, um, Something that just broke, you feel like it broke your heart. I mean, at that point, it's just like you telling yourself, that was it. No hay propósito para nada más. Y pues para que echarle ganas y ya me rompieron el corazón. No, 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 no. No. That does not define your value. Ever. Okay? It never defines your value. If you want to go to school and you're scared, that's understandable. It's understandable, but that doesn't mean that the fear is pretty much a confirmation that you're not worthy enough to be there. You're very capable. You're taking a risk, of course, right? But trust yourself. Trust in your intelligence. 
trust that you will make the right choices to maybe one day pay off your bills or your loans, I should say, and your bills. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of parents who stop their kids from going to college because maybe, not to say maybe, because they're afraid. They're afraid of like my daughter or my son are going to go to college. No. And if their parents have immigrant, like immigrant parents, the way I could like explain this to you guys is that if those parents, um, or it can be that, you know, the second generation, which is like us, right? Like my parents are, they immigrated to this country. So I'm like second generation or first generation, but it's actually we immigrated together. <laughs> but think think about this. When they cross over, there was a loss, right? They left their friends and family behind, their home. That's a loss. So here, you know, years pass, they have their kids in the United States. And now this daughter and or son is able to make the time to study and achieve great things. And then they get a scholarship, a scholarship to go to, who knows, I don't know, New York, Columbia University. And then the parents are like, no, está muy lejos. No, 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 no. Mejor aquí, más cerquitas. And then you have the child that's like, but that's where I want to go. No, 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 estás loco. No, no, no. So they stop them. Is it because they don't love them? No. Is it because they don't want to succeed? No. Why is it? Because I would feel as if it's another loss. Remember, there was already a big loss in the past of leaving something behind. So now for them, it's like, oh, wow, my child's going to be like in the other side of the country. Like, what? So there's loss, that feeling, right? But those risks that we take as individuals mean something at the end of the day. Hey, who knows? What? How do we know our parents are not empachados emocionalmente, even though they've married and they probably miss the next? Who the heck knows? <laughs> You know what I mean? Hopefully not. But um, but think about machismo and marianismo. You know, marianismo, the female, like, okay, voy a cocinar, me voy a levantar temprano, voy a lavar, voy a hacer esto y esto y esto y esto. And then you have the machista, right? Even though yet they are the way they are, um, some will still be responsible to go to work, right? And pay the bills. Even though they have this, like, ugh, toxic way of being. Um but then you, this is what I'm talking about with the empacho, empacho emocional to where the female is no longer feeling loved. Like as if their voice matters. So then imagine that mother. Okay, let me go in that example. Imagine that mother que está empachada emocionalmente and then she has a daughter. What would that look like? What would that look like? It can go two ways, right? One, the daughter growing up be like, that's stupid, mom. Like, why do you let him talk to you like that, you know? And then you have the other where it's like, don't say anything. Even though they know it's wrong, they imitate that pattern of behavior when they get married down the line, right? So we now, because we're, I'm talking about it with you, and hopefully you're able to also... Um, Take the time to read this book called Chicana and Chicano Mental Health, Armamente y Corazón, from Yvette G. by Yvette. Ahora no puedo hablar, you guys. What the heck's wrong with you? Yvette G. Flores. You will understand many things. It is amazing. 
and I wanted to talk about that. I even highlighted in like hot pink highlighter because I was like, oh my God, like I want to talk about this. This is crazy. I've never thought about empacho emocional. Like what? Crazy. So we want to make sure we're not stuck there. Right? Nos queremos desempachar. It's not like we can take, oh, I'm heartbroken, you know, and voy a tomar una cucharada de aceite de olivo y se me va a quitar. <laughs> We wish, <laughs> we wish, but it doesn't work that way. You do want to connect with your alma, mente, corazón. And how do you connect con el alma? Bringing silence into your life. To pray. To take the time to soak in all these, the, the wind, the sun, nature, your mente, knowing that all of your thoughts don't define who you are. And whoever told you you were not worthy, that you were, no, 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 no. No, you guys, that you are worthy. And obviously with these negative thoughts, I would always recommend um, therapy. The beautiful thing about nowadays is that there's a lot of um, Chicanas and Latina therapists out there and Latinos, of course, that you can pretty much, you know, use their service and support to help you heal. Y como sanamos el corazón? Whew. To knowing that you're human and that you will feel sadness sometimes, but that doesn't define that you will always be sad for the rest of your life. And although you might think I've been sad too long, well, then if you know and you feel that you have been sad for too long, then it's time to bring in these interruptions, you know, of compassion and love towards your being. No one's going to do that for you. Nobody. Really, really important. I think many of you here maybe can relate to this. I had mentioned um, previous episodes where my husband and I were not getting along and I said we separated for about six months. Um, I've always been a go-getter and then I understood why I was doing that, but I'm embracing it in a very healthy way now because I understand and I guess I will do an, another episode talking about that like overachievers because it's really deep. Um, but, you know, there was times in the past where my husband, I don't know if he felt intimidated, but because he would always say, you proud Latina. And I'm like, yes, I am proud. But he was using it in more of like a, like a negative, like insult, which he thought, but no me insultaba. Like for me, I was like, I am. Like, what are you trying to get with that? But that's his, that was his insecurities. And he is able to, thank God, acknowledge that now. You know, I think this is why relationships are very hectic. Because there's times where I felt like I was in the healing process first than him. And now he's now he's has been in that healing process, which is so beautiful. Because now I am able to help him out and support him. He wasn't really there as much as think, I think as the way I would like to, to be. As supportive with my healing because he wasn't healing, so he didn't understand. And sometimes in that process, you know, 
Um, that's where a lot of separation divorce happens because it's like, whoa, now I'm seeing the whole clear picture here and you're not like, what the heck? But I'm just grateful that things worked out. You know, I think God is good and I think we are good people as well. And we're trying the best that we can for with what we know. But this is the thing too, just because we know that we're supposed to do something that is not just there, doesn't end there. You have to know and you have to act. You have to act. Or as a knowing, pues ni modo que se lo va a llevar el viento. And then, you know, then what? So to heal our heart is for you to give yourself self-compassion. Right? Take care of your being physically. Being connected with God. Being connected with the universe. It is his creation. And everything has a purpose here, you guys. Every single thing. Everything. And este empacho emocional really had me like reflecting so deep that I was like, oh my God, get the hell out of here. Oops, I shouldn't use that word. Get the heck out of here. Empacho emocional. Estaba empachada like emocionalmente for many years. And you know, a lo mejor todavía estoy semi empachada. And I don't know it, right? Pero vamos a desempacharnos juntas. Vamos a desempacharnos, you guys. Unidas creamos cambio. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we have to detox, you guys. Like, I don't know. Detox can be so different for everyone. Right now, it's Lent, right? So you can we can detox by not being on social media. We can detox by not cursing. We can detox by... I don't know, just not eating junk food. I mean, we can detox in many ways. We don't have to wait for Lent, but we can do it at any time of our lives, right? To be able to detox things from our body physically and from our mind. But at that point, it is everyone's own decision to make when that's what that's going to look like and when that's going to be, you know? So check this out, you guys. Um, it's really important to connect with other females that relate of our, to our story. You know, our comadres, right? It can be a sister, a cousin, madrina, a friend, someone who you can have these conversations with and really, you know, going deep into like how, how you feel and how you can support each other. We have to be that support emotionally, physically, mentally, right? Um, and if you don't have that, start maybe gravitating to create it. It only takes one person, you guys, honestly. But I'm thinking of having like maybe a small virtual reunion with, um, it's going to be four years of Chicana Latina Moms. So stay posted with that. Hopefully you're able to attend. We can comadrear, um, you know, uh, to be able to celebrate the four years of Chicana and Latina Moms. So stay posted with that. It will be free um, to be able to get to know some of you. And we can do some sort of activity and healing of something to be able to have this meaningful connection with one another. Aunque estemos en diferentes lugares del estado de los Estados Unidos. <laughs> okay. Um, or even if you're in Mexico, that's still okay. But I know the time frame is different for everyone. Either way, we'll figure it out. 
But thank you so much for listening. I hope you're able to purchase this book if you can, Chicana and, Chicana and Chicano Mental Health, Alma, Mente y Corazón, um, The Mexican-American Experience, Yvette G. Flores. Beautiful. Um, I'm probably also going to do another IG live and discuss other topics that are really good from this book. So I wish you all the best in everything that you guys do. Cuídense mucho. Um, God bless you. And I will be back with more topics. Gracias. Adios. Gracias por escuchar. Thank you so much for tuning in to Chicana and Latina Moms podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Chicana underscore Latina Moms podcast. And also, don't forget to leave a review. Gracias.